0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. We are at the Bismarck Seminary and Golf Tournament at Prairie West in Mandan, North Dakota. I'm Karen Slensky, along with Mike Kradowski, our Director of Advancement of Real Presence Radio. And we are just having a great day. Um, We're hoping the sun is going to come out soon. The wind is going to die down. And we're going to have a great day at golf. So... Yeah.
2: Absolutely. I'm looking towards the west here, and it is getting light, and uh, and the clouds are breaking up, so uh, we're in good shape. If I was a golfer, an avid golfer, I'd take this day. Yeah. yeah. What it's, the heck? The wind isn't 50 miles an hour, but so. It's <laughs> and amazing. it's not
1: 99 degrees yet, it, it, like we've had.
2: Yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. Indeed.
1: So our, our next guests, are, um, we have Deacon Josh Hill. Um, he is with the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit in Bismarck, North Dakota. Welcome.
3: Thank you. It's a pleasure and to be here
1: great that you took a time off to come over and visit with us. For are you are you golfing today as well? I'm not. Okay.
3: No, I'll All be right. helping out behind the
4: scenes.
1: Okay. Awesome. And we also have Eric Arts. He is a seminarian. Um, with you're from the Little Flower.
4: Yeah. Thanks for having me Minod? from Little Flower in Minot. Okay. So yeah. Great. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Welcome.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This is great. Well, guys, y- y- you
2: know, uh, again, uh, our listeners from our around the network, uh, I believe that. Uh, you know, the seminarian as guests, they're, they're our listeners' favorite guests to be on the live show. Hmm. Because each one of you seminarians have a unique story to tell. It, it's uh, such a blessing to have you. So thank you for arriving early at the golf uh, course here to, to be on the air with us. And uh, Maybe we could start with uh, uh, Deacon Josh Hill. Uh, you uh, are from the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit in Bismarck. Um, but you didn't grow up in Bismarck. You didn't grow up in North Dakota. Part of your life was That's South correct. Dakota. And so, uh, now folks, uh, when I say Deacon Josh Hill, you are uh, you are a transitional correct. Deacon. Correct. Yep. Okay. So just, uh, and, and so maybe you could uh, tell us uh, a little bit about your story of growing up and then bring us up to where you are today.
3: Yeah, certainly. So I was born in South Dakota in the beautiful Black Hills. Yeah. Uh, and then... Born to a wonderful, wonderful Catholic family. Uh, thank you, Lord, for that. Uh, then we moved up to Montana, where I spent middle school and high school. But then I came over to the University of Mary, and that's that's what brought me to North Dakota. Okay. I worked for the university for a couple of years, and so developed started developing roots here. And then in, in that discernment process, uh, asking the Lord, where do you want me to go? South Dakota, Montana, North Dakota, and He just, you know, He led me step by step, kind of following that. Uh, that scent of the Holy Spirit, you know, in the decision-making process and ended up here.
2: Happily uh, so. You know, that is uh, uh, that's a great story. And now all of a sudden we have uh, a gust of wind coming up, ladies and gentlemen. But please, uh, please bear with us. Uh, it will go down again. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, we're visiting with Do- uh, Deacon uh, uh, Josh Hill and his story about uh, growing up. And uh, let's go to uh, Eric. Now, Eric, uh, can you tell us... Uh, uh, go back to Deacon Josh for a minute. So in your uh, uh, process in the seminary, you became a deacon just recently. Just recently. What was yeah. it, three or four weeks ago? Yeah, three or four weeks ago. Yep. And so you're about uh, a year away from your ordination. Correct, yes. How exciting. How it's exciting. very exciting. Absolutely. Okay, we'll, we'll get back to that. But let's go to Eric. Uh, Eric Arntz, uh from uh, My Not was a of the Church of the Little Flower in Minot. And Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, growing up, where you grew up, and uh, uh, how you got to here today.
4: Yeah, no, thanks again for having me on. This is uh, just a pleasure to be with you guys. So yeah, as, as you said, uh, I'm from Minot, uh, from the Little parish, parish of Little Flower. Uh, so we're actually the smallest parish in Minot, but God's really blessed us with vocations, really good pastors, really good priests growing up. So there's always, yeah, a good, deep seed bed for us to grow in in our faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I grew up with uh, a really good mom and dad, very faithful Catholics. My dad's a farmer. He farms up by the Canadian border. Oh, wow. My mom's a lawyer, so we grew up in Minot. So I had the best of both worlds. Got to grow up in a city. saw all that perks. And then also to have a farm to go to. Uh, But yeah, so we'd go to church every Sunday. We would say the rosary. Uh, And one of my earliest memories is just saying, prayers with my parents before going to bed so yeah just that deep gift of faith was giving me at an early age uh yeah so growing up we had a normal you know childhood i had i have two brothers one older brother austin and then an identical twin nathan
1: oh cool so, i'm a twin too
4: yeah no that's awesome uh, so yeah so growing up we were really close we would did a lot together uh and my twin nathan actually is a huge part of my story mm. uh and although there's a cross uh, in my own life there, there came a resurrection. Mm. What I mean by that was when I, we were freshmen in high school my twin was diagnosed with cancer. Oh. Uh, and He had cancer for two and a half years uh, and he eventually passed away from <sighs> cancer. Sorry. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, so yeah, like I said we were growing up faith was really important but yeah, to having the faith is somewhat easy when it's the cool thing to do with your family when everyone's doing it but yeah, seeing your loved one especially my best friend Nathan suffer for two and a half years and he had yeah, endless chemotherapy radiation surgery one after the other uh, but we really saw him before our eyes become a saint uh, he would yeah offer everything up with faith and trust towards or for divine mercy uh, so yeah just seeing his just sacrificial love for Jesus and for all of us and the redemptive suffering really opened my eyes uh, to what it really means to have, be a Catholic and have the Christian faith yeah uh, But yeah, he passed away uh, my junior year of high school. And that was, yeah, really difficult. And, you know, I knew God. I had prayed. But it was in that time of just that absence uh, and really missing my twin that Jesus started calling me more and more to prayer. So, yeah, little by little, uh, I would just go to adoration here or there until about one hour a week. Then it became more and more. But just in the silence of prayer, just in the pain of losing my twin... Mm -hmm. Jesus' presence became really present to me, uh, and I look back, and it's, it's actually a really beautiful story because in this place of the crucifixion, my own twin suffering, there was this resurrection of my own faith, and my whole family and countless people around us, we just see that the Paschal mystery at play. Uh, but yeah, growing up, the thought of priesthood was always there, and my parents were, you know, always supportive of whatever we wanted to do. But it was in that silence of prayer uh, of intimacy, of being with Jesus, that I really felt, yeah, called to go to seminary. Uh, So, yeah, so I graduated high school and then did a year at the University of North Dakota, Great Newman Center there. Then I went to seminary after that. Uh Yeah. Okay. Great story. Well,
2: yeah, thank you for sharing that story. Thanks uh, Thanks for listening, yeah. You know, that uh, is, is just an incredible story of your family's faith. And uh, belief in, in God's providence, and uh, so thank you for for telling yeah. that story, Eric. Yeah, I'd love to share um, it, folks. If you're just joining us, we're we're live from the Prairie West Golf Tur- uh, Tournament or Golf Course, and Mandan, North Dakota. We're at the uh, Bismarck Diocese Seminarian uh, Golf Scramble. It is a fundraiser for the seminarians, and uh, we're our guest this half hour, Deacon Josh Hill, and Eric aren't both uh, seminarians for the diocese of bismarck and uh, gentlemen gee thanks for carving out some time for us and Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, our pleasure yeah (laughs) thanks for sharing your story and maybe we can go back to uh deacon josh uh, hill for a moment um so let's see you you've gone through uh can you tell the listeners you're a transitional deacon now How many years of seminary have you had, and uh, tell us about how you anticipate looking forward to this last year uh, leading up to your ordination.
3: Yeah, certainly. So, I just completed, what is it, I think six years? Six years, okay. Yep, I did three years in Denver. For a spirituality year and then two years of philosophy. Concluded my time in Denver and then the bishop sent me over to the North American College in Rome, Italy, which has been a fantastic seminary, great formation, and of course, Rome, Italy, a beautiful place to be formed in the heart of the church, the the eternal city. So I'm going back for one more year, which will be the fourth year, uh, fourth theology, um, which will be a year of great anticipation for the priesthood. Uh, It's a year of... Uh, concluding formation there, but then also great anticipation of what's to come in, uh, in, for priestly ordination. So, of course, all of the little details of getting vestments, your chalice, uh, planning the ordination, but also taking the time to enjoy this last period of being intensely formed within the church, uh, and, and the, the beautiful community of seminarians that we have over there. Um, it's it's really a wonderful a wonderful year of much growth still. So I don't want to completely check out of seminary yet. But <laughs> right,
2: right, much much growth still in this uh, year coming up. Absolutely. And then uh, you know, uh, faith formation is a lifetime thing. You know, for for us lay people and uh, you know for the priests. Yep. Uh, so uh, well put. So uh, so again, uh, did I hear you say this last year? You will be in Rome again? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I returned oh, to Rome okay. for one more year. Great. Great. So, you know what about food over there? Uh, no, it's interest? not bad. You know, huh?
3: you know Italian culture, <laughs> Italian cuisine. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's not pretty bad. good. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Well, how did uh, uh, how did you know going to the seminary? Let me let me ask this question. How going to, how, how how did you know that was the right right thing for you?
3: Yes, that's a very good question because uh, I think you alluded to it earlier. Everybody's paths are different. Yeah. Um, but the Lord does not change, and and I guess I could say how my path in these little decisions day to day. I was just kind of following this uh, this breadcrumb. Uh, I, I think of my mom when she's cooking um, bread or when she's cooking sweets, and I might be downstairs and I, I get a little scent of it, and then I just kind of follow that that scent. Is it in this room? No, nope. Nope, it's not. Is it in this room? Nope, nope, it's not. And so each, I just kind of look for that step-by-step um, process of where is the Holy Spirit? Okay, he's here. And then follow him. Where is the Holy Spirit this next step? And eventually, I just, he, he led me to the seminary.
2: Let's continue that breadcrumb theory after the break. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Go, don't go away. Uh, we're visiting with Deacon Josh Hill, Eric and Eric Ernst, the uh, seminarians for the uh,
0: Bismarck Diocese. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
5: Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio, with today's Plan Giving Minute. and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these planned gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our planned giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started.
1: From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco.
0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are at the Prairie West Golf Course in Mandan, North Dakota. Um, With the sun kind of breaking through at the Bismarck Diocese Seminary and (laughs) Golf Tournament. It's looking
2: good, Karen. Yeah, what an exciting
1: day. We have some great guests with us today. We had um, earlier Father Jordan Dosh, the vocations director, um, great, great, uh, great young man that just has so much, I don't know, just wisdom, humbleness Mm. in in him, you know, great uh, mentor for our seminarians that we have right now. So welcome, Deacon Josh Hill and Eric Arntz. We've been visiting with them. And um, when we went on break, Deacon Josh mentioned some stuff about breadcrumbs with his mom. So we'll let you continue on (laughs) that story.
3: certainly. Yes, what I was saying, the uh, my breadcrumb theory, if you will, yeah, yeah. or following the scent of the Holy Spirit, um, in this day-to-day decision-by-decision-making process, in in what we call the discernment process. Um, when I was first, before I entered seminary, and I was, I first asked the Lord, um, what What do you want of my life? What do you want me to do? With this vocation that you're calling me to. Uh, at first, I was, I was wanting. Uh, this lightning bolt you know we just had a nice storm last night and so yeah. i wanted this clear lightning bolt crack this is what you want me to do okay i'm going i'm off to the races now i can do it lord well he didn't really want that cuz he he didn't want me to just kind of do my own thing okay being obedient to him but he wanted to walk with me this is this is our lord he wants to he wants to walk step by step with us and so this is the image that that comes to me is this uh this following the the breadcrumb trail the scent of um, the Holy Spirit in the step-by-step process uh, he, he might just reveal um, his will in the next process uh, day by day this is what you're supposed to do he might give you a week he might give you a month he might give you a year out of what you're supposed to do but he wants to walk with you uh, in every single moment and that's that's kind of what my decision my discernment process was like Beautiful. Yeah. and uh,
2: I, I want to get back to your story growing up uh, Grew up in the Black Hills. Let's give your hometown a, a little plug here.
3: Yeah, right. Belfouche, South Dakota. Oh, Bellefus, South cool. Dakota. Yep, Good morning, Bellefus. That's right. When Glendive, Montana is where I moved to afterwards. So I got to give a shout out to, to Glendive, Absolutely. Montana. Yeah, Montanans yes, as well.
2: indeed. Yes, indeed. I, uh, I I'm a Montanan as well. So. Uh, uh, I knew there was something I liked about you, uh, Deacon <laughs> <Joshua>. <laughs> That's right so anyway uh yes uh, uh Balfour, South Dakota is in our network Lendive is on the outskirts but uh anyway, thank you for that and let's let's go to uh eric uh, uh seminarian Eric at and uh uh you mentioned during the break that uh uh something uh, in regards to uh, family and friends what what did your family and friends think about uh you uh entering into the uh, seminary
4: yeah no great question uh yeah my family just in general has been really supportive they've been a huge blessing for me all all along the way uh everywhere from just helping me arrive to st paul st louis missouri where i go to seminary uh all the way from just phone calls and just yeah support uh my parents in particular you know uh i just have you know one older brother austin he just finished law school so, I mean, they could have just one kid having kids, you know, but just to see them and their, yeah, just their love for God and, yeah, their trust and providence that God's will is better is really beautiful. And of that, my older brother, Austin, was actually a seminarian for, for about a year, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so both of us were seminarians, and that meant, you know, my parents might not have any grandkids, but just seeing their joy and just their happiness to serve the Lord, even in that, was just really beautiful and had edifying to see, mm-hmm. a really good example. Uh... But yeah, I, I can honestly say, I think my older brother Austin uh, loves my vocation more than I do, which is saying a lot because I really love my vocation. Uh, but yeah, just he being a seminarian, he just really following the Lord's will, being generous, being honest. Uh, yeah, he just has a deep love for the priesthood. I can say that my whole fam- about my whole family. Uh, but yeah, he my brother Austin just really loves the priesthood, and he... You could tell he just sees the mystery of that as I get closer to ordination as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, so my family's been extremely supportive, uh, and they remind me of what this gift is, that it is a calling, and it is a gift. No one deserves it, but they remind me that, uh, yeah, just the huge mystery that it is. Well mm-hmm. yeah.
2: mm-hmm. oh, great. Yeah. You know, uh, Eric, you, you mentioned uh, uh, your parents. Uh, go ahead and give them a, uh, give them a shout. Uh, I think
4: they're listening. Bob and Brenda... I think Dad's up at the farm, probably cleaning up from seeding, and my mom's at the law office. So. I see. Hello. Oh, well,
2: yeah. Thank you. It's Bob and who? Bob, uh, and- Bob and Brenda. Brenda. Okay. Well, Bob and Brenda, thank you for your gift in uh, uh, your son, Eric. And uh, so, uh, Karen, uh, you know, we're just blessed today. We're, you know, Father Jordan Dosh. Now we have uh, two seminarians. Yep. Um, and, uh, uh, y- you know, Pretty soon we're going to be uh, inundated with uh, lots of seminarians. I would say Father Jordan Dosh said 15 seminarians in formation that we won't have all 15 here, will we? Well, will we? We won't have all 15 seminarians here today, would we? Shoot, it'll be pretty close. Be pretty close. close. To, uh, oh,
4: one of them went to Rome with the high school pilgrimage. Okay. Um. Besides that, I think most I of think them won't everybody be here. else Yeah. Will. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was Father Dvorak that went with.
3: Yeah, and Father Jake Magnuson. Okay. Yep. Yep. okay. Yep. The uh, newly ordained priest. Oh, cool. oh, they get the yeah. uh, They get to go back. They were over yeah. at the NAC for formation, so now they get to return sure. as priests. Ah, that's, that's, that's really, really special. special. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Well, let's see. Well,
2: let me ask this question. What message would you like uh, our listeners to know uh, about seminarians in their areas? Um, uh, you know, we, uh, we have seminarians... Uh, they come from throughout the uh, diocese of, of Bismarck. Uh, any thoughts come to mind on that, guys?
3: Yeah, for parishioners, um, just be be open to um, to it, the invitation, to extending the invitation. To rec- if you recognize something in a young man or a young woman, uh, be bold and courageous, and to uh, to ask them to consider. Uh, it's such a vocation. It goes a long, long ways. That open invitation uh. for somebody else to see that in you is one. It, it well, it, it's just it's very special and edifying.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Well said, Deacon. Yeah. You know, uh,
2: you, you mentioned uh, uh, you have uh, summer assignments now, guys. Yeah. Uh, will you be uh, in the state? Let's start with you, Eric.
4: Yeah, no, I'll be at St. Pat's in Dickinson. I've actually been there since June 1st. Oh, okay. So it's great to get to know people from other parts of the diocese. And uh, coming from Minot, you know, I kind of have a big town feel, big city feel for what our diocese offers. I was in Mohall during COVID. Now okay. I'm in Dickinson. So it's nice to get different fills for the state and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah, one thing that's just a lot of joy, you know, it's great studying at a seminary with and brothers from all over the country. Uh, it's great learning about theology uh, and yeah, there, there definitely is a focus to what does this look like in the parish. That's a big thing they ask, big thing they push for. But it's a, it's a whole other thing to actually meet the people that we get to serve one day as priests. Like, that's a huge privilege. It's a huge gift. Uh, so, yeah, maybe also what, just what parishioners should know about seminarians is our joy to get to know you. So okay. please come up after Mass, say your name, say hi, because it's a joy. Uh, yeah, seminary is great like i said but it's it's such a blessing it's such a gift coming back in the summers yeah, get in and getting yeah. to meet real people sure. and be able to serve them yeah so you're
2: you're assigned to saint pat's uh, saint Patrick's in dickinson and uh, so you're at the uh uh service of uh father bill what yep. uh, what is he uh, ha- have you doing so far
4: yeah you know he's he's a great priest really good example I. Uh, yeah, this summer I'm going into Theology 3. Okay. So I go, and Kenrick in St. Louis, where I go, we kind of start our thesis program. Okay. So I'm really doing research for that. I'm writing on the resurrection. Uh, so I have some time to study. So he's he's really gracious to give me that kind of space. But, yeah, I'll serve Mass in the mornings. I'll go with him to the hospital on Fridays. I'll oh. do community visits throughout the week. Nice. Kind of yeah. internship and kind of follow him around. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's a great great gift to be there. And okay.
1: he's a Minot native as well. He's also
4: we we say to keep the <laughs> Minot guys together. Yes. So huh? we, have to, we have to stick together All down right. there in the southwest. Some good things yeah. uh,
2: coming out of Minot, ladies and yeah. Yeah. gentlemen. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so let's go to uh, uh, Deacon Josh Hill. Um, what what
3: assignment are, do you have this summer? I'll be up in Williston at Saint Joseph's Parish with Fathers Russ Kovash, Kovash, yep, and Father Greg Hilsendeger. Who's a classmate of mine at the University of Mary actually. So it'll be nice to to spend some time with him again.
1: Yeah. They've been very supportive of Real Presence Radio. We had our banquet there last year and yeah. You'll you'll have a good, a, folks. A great, yeah, yep. good yes. I've heard nothing Fun but good things there. Up there. Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: good folks up in up in Williston. And so, as a deacon now, do you get to administer uh, some sacraments?
3: As yeah, a, baptism. Very um, good. Um, oh. Baptism is, is it baptism is one, and they told me I'm on the schedule for a couple of them. So I have yet to baptize my uh, my first. Individual here, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it's a beautiful participation in the Lord's mystery. Uh huh. Cool. So, baptism uh, can you marry people as a deacon? Yeah, uh, yes, uh, but it depends on the diocese uh, and, okay. and the rules and regulations that's, that's that the how it bishop works. sets. Yep, yep.
2: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, one year from now, uh, you'll be ordained and. Uh, uh, geez, uh, that, that's just exciting news, but enjoy your, your stay in, uh, in Williston. Yeah, thank and, you. And, uh, yeah, what a dynamic parish, uh, St. Joseph's of uh, Williston is, and you'll, you'll enjoy Father, uh, Father Russ and Father, is it Corey? Craig. Craig.
1: Craig. Father Craig. Craig. Yep.
2: Father Craig. Yep. And so, uh, all the, all the best to you, uh, Deacon Josh. Uh, folks, we're, uh, we're about, uh, at the end of our segment here any final thoughts let's start with eric please any,
4: any yeah any? no thank you for you guys for coming out here today You're very welcome. we're just yeah really really thankful for everything that goes into this golf outing all the support we get from seminarians uh yeah there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we don't know today's just a day we could visibly see some of that stuff coming to a head so yeah we just say thank you thanks for all the prayers uh yeah, it's, an a joy to, it's a joy to be a seminarian. Mm-hmm. And along the lines of gratitude, keep the
3: support up. We need it. Yeah. We, can't, we can't do anything or do go anywhere without the support yeah. of our parishioners.
2: All yeah. right. Thank, Thank you, you very much, uh, Deacon Josh Hill, and Seminarian Eric Arntz. We'll be right back after this. We'll be talking with Mike Beekler. He is on the committee for this uh, seminarian golf tournament. Don't go away. We'll be right back.